This episode of the Biting Truth podcast is brought to you by IGA Supermarkets, where the locals matter. Hi, and welcome to the Biting Truth podcast. This is a weekly podcast that aims to cut through all the confusion and misinformation in the nutrition space to give you up-to-date, cutting-edge nutrition advice. I'm Anna. And I'm Alex. And we are the dietitians and founders of the Biting Truth. In this episode, we are deep diving into the topic of snacking. How can snacks form part of a healthy diet? What are the best foods to snack on? Things to be wary of when it comes to snacking. We are covering it all in today's episode. I thought we could start off this episode a little differently and ask you, Anna, do you have a go-to snack? Well, firstly, I just want to say I'm super excited to be talking about snacking because we just love snacks. We're all about the snacks here, but it's also just a question we get asked all the time. So very excited to be doing this episode. Now, in terms of my favorite snack, do you mean healthy snack? Oh, or anything? Okay. You can tell us whatever you want. Well, if we're going with just like any snack, unhealthy, I'm going to go with Sonringa chips. Obviously, they're my favorite food. Love them in moderation, of course. Um, but no, in terms of like a healthy snack, midweek, I reckon I would probably go with something like a punnet of blueberries just because I love, obviously love the flavor of them and they're healthy and full of antioxidants. But I just love how you get like a neat little punnet and you can sit there and just sort of like munch them back. Nice. They are very neat, aren't they? Those little bloops. <laughs> what would you say your favorite snack Ooh. is? I probably know this, but you share uh, with others. I listeners. agree with you. I do think fruit and I agree the punnet is quite neat and convenient, but um. I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of having like one or two bliss balls, the bliss balls from our cookbook, little <laughs> shout out. Um, I, I often have a bit of a sweet tooth when it comes to snacks. Otherwise, um, you probably, Alex probably has more of like a sweet tooth and my, I'm potentially more savory. Like I love salt. Yeah, maybe terms- that's why we work so well together. <laughs> I never thought of that. Love that it. Yin and yang. Okay, let's dive in and chat about whether we recommend snacking generally or not. So whether or not we would recommend a snack really depends on your health goals, your exercise regime, your hunger levels, and really what the rest of your diet looks like. I generally find that most of my clients would need between one to three snacks a day. So for active people who eat breakfast early and are genuinely hungry mid-morning, then a snack mid-morning is probably going to be necessary. But for other people who might not have breakfast till a little bit later, say 8.39, then a snack prior to lunchtime might not be necessary. I guess there's a few different reasons why we might encourage someone to have a snack. And probably one of the biggest reasons would be to help manage hunger between meals. So eating a healthy snack can help keep portion sizes in check when it comes to main meals. Yeah, this is absolutely right. I know myself that I usually need an afternoon snack. Like That's my favorite time to snack. And when I snack after lunch and before dinner, it means that I'm not like this hungry, ravenous monster coming to the dinner table. And it makes me more likely to control my sort of portions at dinner. Whereas if I don't have that afternoon snack, not only am I ravenous, but I also just want like unhealthy foods. Like, you know, if you go shopping and you just like all the yum stuff. Yeah. Or you just eat whatever's there. I think that's also a good tip if say, if you're heading out to dinner um, and you are feeling hungry, sometimes you're probably better off having a snack before you go so that you don't arrive at dinner and just want to order everything on the menu. Yeah. Your eyes are bigger than your stomach. (laughs) 
So snacks can also be a great way to get some more nutrients in, particularly something like fiber, for example. So especially if you're snacking on fruit or vegetables, it can help you to meet these requirements. One thing that I love to do, and I and I usually tell people to do this when it comes to snacking, is that if you do have a snack after dinner, before you go to bed, and not everyone snacks after dinner. And if you're currently not, I'm not telling you to change, you know, keep what you're doing if it's working for you. But if you do like to have a snack after dinner, I like to use the after dinner snack as an opportunity to fill in any nutritional gaps throughout the day. So what I mean by this is that if you, for example, haven't had any fruit that day, it's a really great way to get some fruit in after dinner. Um, Or if you've had no dairy that day, maybe you have some yogurt. So you sort of fill in the gaps for nutrients or food groups that you've been missing. Um, It just, it it works really well. And and that's personally what I love to do after dinner. I mean, I'll be very honest with you. I do often have a little bit of chocolate or something, and that's not because I've been nutritionally missing out on chocolate that day. And you're not going to catch me sacking on veggies, but overall, um, I do usually like to have fruit or yogurt or something like that. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to think about it. And it also hopefully encourages people to choose really nutrient rich snacks. Yeah, exactly. And then I guess another benefit of snacking is that can it can be really helpful in maintaining energy levels throughout the day. So, you know, if you're feeling like you get a bit of a crash after lunch and your energy levels, you know, that 3pm often having a snack is going to help keep your energy levels stable and help you to function more effectively throughout the afternoon. So I guess if um, if someone is trying to lose weight, what's the go with snacking? Can they still snack? Yeah, this is a really important point to, to talk about because the short answer is that yes, if you're looking to lose weight, snacking can absolutely be helpful. And I think a lot of people assume that if they want to lose weight, that they should cut out snacks. But actually, this isn't the case. And a lot of the research actually suggests that snacking can help with weight loss, mainly because it helps to manage these hunger levels. So then you don't go overboard. As I said, that little ravenous monster inside all of us doesn't come out at meals. So it kind of helps manage portion sizes, essentially. And I guess just to add on to that as a side note, so we have low calorie meal plans on our website that we sell. And in those meal plans, we do include snacks. So of course, they're very healthy, nutrient dense snack, low calorie snacks. But that's just to show that yes, snacking absolutely can help with weight loss. I guess if people's goal is to lose weight, then it's really important to be mindful of the types of snacks that you're choosing, as well as the number of snacks that you are having in a day. That's what's really important here. So if your goal is weight loss, then you're going to want to be choosing low calorie snack options. So while snacks like nuts and bliss balls, cheese and crackers delicious. Are, <laughs> are delicious and they are healthy, the calories in these types of snacks can add up quite quickly. So if your goal is weight loss, then we would be encouraging you to choose different sort of snacks, maybe things like air popped popcorn or veggie sticks with a little bit of dip or cottage cheese, um, as these are going to be low calorie options, but still really nutrient dense and satisfying. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I think often, you know, I have for a lot of my weight loss clients, they might go to the supermarket and they might pick up something like a, a protein bar or a bliss ball, which, you know, they, they might look really healthy and sound really healthy, but actually they're sometimes really high in, in calories and actually are not very, you know, useful essentially when it comes to, to weight loss. So, You need to be careful, particularly with those packaged snacks and going for some of those options that you just mentioned. So I guess a few other things to keep in mind when it comes to snacking and how, you know, you can snack in a really healthy way. And one really key concept to talk about is portion control. 
because a snack is a snack. It's not a meal. It's a mini meal and the portions need to reflect, be reflective of this. So what we recommend that you do when it comes to snacking is to try to portion out the snack you're going to have onto a plate and sit down and eat that instead of just say grabbing the entire packet and eating straight from the packet or the container. And I think a really good example here is if you take something like nuts. A handful of nuts a day are an excellent snack, really nutrient rich. But if you sit at your desk or wherever you're having your snack with a big packet of almonds or pistachios and you sort of just mindlessly munch your way through them, the calories are obviously going to start to stack up. Yeah, this is something we obviously do a lot of work with corporates and a lot of our corporate clients will tell us, you know, I've been really healthy, I'm choosing nuts as a snack. But when we delve into it a bit further there, you know, they've got the nut, the whole packet of nuts next to their computer and before they know it, they've eaten the entire packet. So. And I think because nuts are one of those, like, you know, pistachios, they're so fun to eat that you can't, it's almost just the, the novelty hot, of it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing you want to try to want to avoid when it comes to snacking is to avoid grazing on food all day. So yes, we are a fan of snacks, but we we usually tell people to try to have your main meal, so maybe your three main meals, and then have one to three snacks in between those. But they, they should still be quite scheduled snack times. What you want to avoid is just this constant grazing all day. So you know that might be when you're making your lunch or your dinner, and you're just having little mouthfuls here and there. I know it's very common for parents when they're making food for their kids, they have you know just mouthfuls when they're in the kitchen. Maybe at the office, it's just like if there's a cookie jar or there's something and you're not really taking notice of these snacks, but they really can add up throughout the day if you're doing that regularly and and all day. We also want you to be really mindful of trying not to fall for health claims that you'll see on the front of especially packaged snacks as these can be very misleading. So just because something is labelled to be natural or organic doesn't automatically mean that it's a healthy snack option. Um, there are many snack options on the market today that claim to be a healthy version of an unhealthy snack. For example, broccoli or lentil chips. But when we really, you know, when we taste these and we look at these different snack foods, they, they really are just like a chip. And if they taste like a chip, look like a chip, then they are a chip. So just don't be fooled by these kinds of snack products that are available. Um, we'd say it's always a good idea to flip over the packet and have a look at the ingredients list. Ideally, in the ingredients list, we want to see ingredients that we recognize and the less ingredients, the better, as this is going to indicate less processing. Yeah, absolutely. And another tip is to try to stock the snacks that you actually want to eat. This is such a big one because if you work from home and or work from the office or wherever you're working, if you have chips and lollies and chocolate and, you know, these more processed foods on hand, of course you're going to eat them. Everyone would. You have to have so much self-control to stop. But if you can go to the shops and make sure you have lots of healthy snacks, and we will be providing you with a whole list of healthy snacks, but if you can make sure you keep those healthy snacks on hand, then those are going to be the ones that you you go for. So it has been shown that the strongest predictors of discretionary or you know extra food consumption is availability, which is exactly what I just said. So if you keep the biscuits and the chocolates at home, then you will eat them. So basically, if you do not buy them, then it's going to be difficult to have them. It's as simple as that. <laughs> Don't go shopping hungry. I think that's always key. If you go to the supermarket ravenous and you want to get all those sort of treat foods, but if you go after you've just had a meal, then you're more likely to sort of stick to the list. Yeah. Emotional snacking is something that we also see quite commonly amongst our clients. So 
When you go to have a snack, what we really recommend that you do is check in on your feelings and ask yourself a few questions, thinking about are you actually hungry or are you bored, are you tired, are you lonely? We often get people to do the apple trick. So ask yourself if you would eat an apple. And if the answer is no, then perhaps you're not actually truly hungry. And we'd encourage you to do something else, whether it's go for a walk, maybe read a book or call a friend instead of having that snack, because it could be a sign that you're eating for another reason other than hunger. And we all do it. And if it's occasionally you're emotionally eating, that's okay. But you just don't want it to become this regular sort of occurrence. Definitely. Um, And that sort of leads into another point around being mindful when you're snacking. So we really want to try and avoid having snacks when we're distracted. So avoid eating when we're driving or watching TV or scrolling on our phone because, you know, our brain is distracted and our body isn't necessarily going to register that we've eaten that snack. And it can mean that we overeat or we don't feel as satisfied from the snack. So really trying to separate ourselves from distractions and eat slowly. Perfect. Okay. So we're just going to take a really quick break to mention our podcast sponsors. IGA know the importance of local better than anyone, because if fresh is what you're looking for, it has to be local. It's why they source delicious, fresh produce from local suppliers wherever they can, and why every supermarket is independently owned by local families. You'll find that the shelves are stacked with everything a local community needs and that each store is unique and tailored to their local community's tastes. So if you're looking for a supermarket where locals matter, pop into your local IGA today. So we know a lot of you are probably sitting there thinking, okay, so what should I be snacking on? What are some healthy snack ideas? So how about we share some ones that we recommend to people? Yeah. And firstly, I guess we just wanted to say that when we are recommending a snack, we generally recommend choosing a snack that contains some fiber and or protein. And the reason for this is because these are the two nutrients that are going to help slow down your digestion and keep you feeling fuller for longer, which is what we want when we have a snack. If you think about common snacks that many of us like to grab, things like muffins, biscuits, packets of crackers, These tend to be highly processed and they're very low in fiber and protein. So they're going to leave us feeling unsatisfied and craving more foods, um, which means we're, we're likely to overeat in general. Of our recommended snacks that you can add to your shopping list next time you're at the supermarket, Greek yogurt with fruit, and you want to ideally go for a plain yogurt and then add fruit to naturally sweeten it. Vegetable sticks with a dip is another really great snack option, a good way to get some more veggies into your day. Whole grain crackers with cottage cheese, making sure that they're actually a whole grain cracker because they have a little bit more fiber. Even just a boiled egg is a fantastic snack because it's high in protein. Air pop popcorn. I think popcorn's a really good one, particularly for people like me who love chips. Popcorn is quite like a healthy swap and you still get that crunch and a little bit of salt. Um, Roasted chickpeas or fava beans are another fantastic snack. A handful, just a handful of unsalted nuts. Edamame beans, which you should be able to find in the frozen section of your local supermarket. And then celery and natural peanut butter is another one. You're getting that sort of fiber and protein combination. And if you do like to hop in the kitchen and get a little bit creative and make some of your own snacks, 
we're big fans of, say, making a big batch of um, healthy muffins or maybe like a healthy banana loaf. You can make a frittata that obviously combines egg and veggies, homemade dips like hummus and keeping that in the fridge. If you want to, if you have the time and you love to cook, that is also a fantastic way to have healthy snacks on hand. And that's something that we like to do. And if you're looking for recipes, make sure you check out our cookbook, which you will find on our website as it has heaps of delicious snack recipes. Awesome. So there's loads of snack ideas for us all there. But I guess what we probably haven't mentioned and what we should talk about is where treats actually fit in or where chocolate fits in. And it's absolutely fine to enjoy chocolate regularly as part of your diet. So there you have it. Permission from a dietitian. Um, You're allowed to eat chocolate. I guess what we would recommend is that when you are enjoying chocolate, and ideally we'd recommend choosing dark chocolate, Try putting a couple of squares of chocolate on a plate along with something else. So it might be a little bit of yogurt or maybe some fruit as this is really going to help ensure that the snack is actually going to fill you up and prevent you from going back for seconds or thirds and potentially demolishing the entire block of chocolate. So I think the key thing she said there was just two or three squares. That is what a serving is of chocolate is, my friends. <laughs> and trying to keep within that portion size is, is a way to include it regularly, but in that healthy, balanced way. Yeah. And just making sure that you're eating it mindfully, like we discussed. So trying to avoid distractions and actually tuning in and really enjoying the taste because it does taste good after all. Okay, that's all for this episode. We really hope you all enjoyed our discussion about snacking. The bottom line is that snacking can be good in many cases. It really can help prevent hunger in people who tend to overeat. However, for others, maybe they just stick to having two or three meals a day, whatever works for you. In the end, it's really a personal choice. If you're going to snack though, make sure you choose healthy foods that will keep you full and satisfied. Thank you so much for listening to the Biting Truth podcast by hosts Anna and Alex. If you like this podcast, please support us by following our podcast and leave us a rating and review. We would really appreciate it. That's all for today. We'll be back next week. Bye.